Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. I'm going to give a listener advisory today. This could be the worst show we've ever done. Everybody worst. seems to be Starting in an now, odd mood today. Even at our worst, we're better than yeah. most. Rank our shows so far sure. in the new year. I will have to get back to you on that. We got today, me, 11. Kevin Hagland, Corey Majors, Mike Bassick, and Alec Medford in with us today. We will have Bob Stoops in studio at 1140. My question to start out this first segment. Do you want to hear about the huge broadcasting news for the Rangers, Mavs, or Mavericks, and Stars? Or do you want to hear maybe the worst question ever asked at a press conference? Both. I know I time. know both of them. Okay. Man, maybe today won't be so bad. Corey, which do you pick first? Uh, let's go. Let's start with something. Is it funny uh, is what I'm first asking guy, you Oh, here. it is hilarious. Is it? No. Is it funny, though? Or is it sad? Ooh, okay. Let's go to cut number 11, then. <laughs> This is a reporter asking Todd Bowles about preparing for the weather in Detroit. Because, you know, look, on the surface. It's horrible in Detroit cold, right now. It's cold up there. The Bucks and the Lions are going to play. Yes. So I get that part and of the, the question. And the Bucks play in Tampa where the weather is warm often. Let's see how this works out for this reporter. Looking forward towards um, Detroit. Um, the weather has been a factor in some of the playoff games, even for the most prepared teams. Uh, today, it's uh, 13 in uh, Detroit, which doesn't compare to some of the temperatures we tend to talk to. Any special plans to acclimate the team to not only uh, endure, but perform in those kind of frigid temperatures should you face them in Detroit? You do know we play indoors, right? And they got a dome. I don't um, no, nothing planned. We're, we're indoors, and we only have to be outside for 20 seconds getting off the bus <laughs> going under the thing, so we'll be okay. Don't right. let her off the hook. All right. Play along at that point. Have you found I, out who the reporter is, That's by the when way. you say, no, I'll tell I'm you what, I'm a warm Edward. weather guy. Do you have anything that could help us out? And let's see what she has to recommend while playing in a 72-degree indoor stadium that she doesn't know about. I do like the fact that he gave an elaborate answer to that. He's like, you do know they play indoors, right? <laughs> like 50 years. Should he have Should he have stopped her before she finished <laughs> that question? Absolutely not. Mike, so you were shaking Absolutely. your head. Yes, no, God, no. no, you let her keep not. going. And you, at that point, I think you follow up and you act like. Are you embarrassed? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> like you haven't you no. haven't thought of that yet. Or you're just like, man, I just have never been good in situations like this. 
So I'm really hoping that our guys don't crumble under the weather. And I'll tell you what, do you, like, do you think they should wear those kind of smart wool socks? Like, what do you think they should do in this situation? So you throw it back on her for recommendations. That I was embarrassed. For you were her. saying, and you just play along, along a little bit, and then oh yeah, you, but then you never correct until somebody corrects you, and you're like, "Are you serious?" <laughs> Oh my God! This changes everything. Yeah, I tell you. And then oh. you leave the podium. You say, "Guys, I gotta go." Yeah, I, and new then preparations. You rush out because you tell the team. You're like, "I gotta go tell the team we're playing indoors." <laughs> it changes everything. That would be the greatest like, press lift conference. Lift your hands up, <laughs> going out the doors. <laughs> oh, everything's like, gonna be better. We were can, afraid of cold temperatures. Now we're not. Can you imagine if somebody here from DFW, let's say, was not following the Rangers their whole life, have no clue? except they're playing in the World Series. And you know it rained during game one of the World Series. So in the pregame situation, maybe like the day before the World Series, you ask, hey, there's rain in the forecast. Does that change the way you want to get your starting pitcher ready or have who's ready in case there's a rain delay? Uh-huh. That would have been the same thing. And I think Bochi in that situation says, boy, we do have some plans if there's rain in the forecast here. Um, you know, we, you can't control the weather. All we can do is put our, our best team out there. Are you our saying best that Bochi likes bits? I and would, he, I would <laughs> love, yes, yes, Bochi. If anybody ever asks you about a rain delay situation here in Arlington, I would love for you to just play along with it and act like this is going to be a tough situation if it does rain tonight. I want to know everybody else in that room how far into that question where they're like, oh no. Is that the question that she's asking? About like nobody reached outside? over and grabbed her by the hand and was like, stop, stop. I or, mean, would or you? They, or they're confused. They're like, crap, I thought they played indoors. Yeah. Like, the, that's what happens to me when somebody starts saying something like that. I think two plus two does equal five. Now, in probably more important news, I'm assuming, though that question was pretty spectacular. And yes, I will agree. We all make mistakes. I've been there. I pronounced it the newspaper. I thought somebody was dead once. And I they gave that. me a call the next that. morning. They said, it appears as though my death has been, what's the line? The rumors of my death have been exaggerated. And I was like, oh, crap. So, look. Nothing worse than a dead man calling you on the phone. That's true. There's a Twilight Zone. There's actually a bunch of them kind of like that. All right. Big news for the Rangers, the Mavericks, and the Stars. Though you might not still like the way this all ends up. I'm going to warn everybody that. Amazon is going to invest as part of the Diamond Sports bankruptcy deal. We talked about this as being a possibility about a month and a half, somewhere a a, a while back. Is that this would be a potential for a non-exclusive streaming streaming rights with Amazon. And by the way, you had asked me this before the show. They have uh, Diamond Sports and Bally. They have 37 professional teams. Okay. All right. So they have 11 baseball teams, 15 basketball teams, and 11 NHL teams. So part of the reason that Amazon is buying a minority stake in the Diamond Sports group, well, aside from they probably saw like a value there with it going through bankruptcy court, is they could procure the streaming rights for these as well. That's the good part, right? Yeah. A lot of people have Amazon Prime. Great. You like the Rangers, the Mavericks, the Stars? I still feel like that and wasn't free delivery. Wasn't that a sticking point in this whole situation though that the teams didn't want to give that up and and Diamond wanted to like change the the way they did that 
and that was a problem. Am I wrong about that? Tell me more. Like they didn't have the streaming rights exactly, Bally or Diamond, whichever. They did. And, and okay, they did, but they, there was a sticking point where with streaming that they that was holding some things back. I'll have to go back and look at some of these yeah, my notes. Yeah, I'm not disputing. I'll go that. look at I my notes, recall. Kevin. The only thing that I can think of is that you cannot stream like if you have the Bally's app and we're in Arizona, I guess they would be worried, and, and maybe there was restrictions on you can't get the Ranger game because you're not in your local market. Yeah, I could see that. This will correct that. However, people still might not like it. So, for the 940, so what if you already have Prime Video? Will it be just like the NFL? Will I be able to watch it and not have to subscribe to something else? I do not believe that is going to be the case. I don't know what you're talking about um, with all that, Kevin, because I believe that a big company like that would more likely say, let's try to give this without raising the rates for Mm -hmm. people out there. Let's not raise the rate for Amazon Prime. Mm -hmm. Let's keep it the same, but add new facilities for people to to be entertained with. I like what you're saying. I bet Jerry right now, he's thinking about cutting the cost for the fan who went to that playoff game and go, you know what? That just wasn't right. I'm going to I'm gonna discount the tickets next year 33% because that's about the effort level we gave after the first quarter. Well, 2024 like, is the He's just like, year. look, money is not the most important thing to me. See? So I want to make sure that our fans hey. can get into the stadium for a cheaper cost. That's great. Let me know when you guys want to join me back in the real world. Where this is probably what's going to happen. 12 to $15 a month or something to get them? I, I think that is going to be what the case is. So, the early stories via Variety, ESPN, are saying that customers will be able to access their local team's content on Prime Video channels where Diamond has rights. Here's the thing that people aren't going to like. Oh, crap. So, it's direct-to-consumer Pricing availability will be announced at a later date. The sports content, if you already have Bally, like I kept DirecTV so I could have Bally. If you have that, that's going to stay as part of this. So this is going to be a non-exclusive streaming thing. But the deal is direct-to-consumer, and ESPN is working on doing this in a couple of years. It's not, I do not believe it's going to be included in your Prime package. That's the bad news. The good news is maybe it's going to be cheaper than the Bally app. You would assume it's going to be significantly better than the Bally app, just looking at the way that Amazon streams stuff in general and does football and everything like that. But I do still think you're probably looking at an extra charge there. I think the the biggest benefit out of all this is Mike has been on the pre and post game show for Bally. Mm-hmm. And if they continue on with that, uh, I'm told by me that mike will be delivering packages around christmas every year for amazon that'd be great he gets to drive around an amazon van uh and and deliver Sometimes the amazon van they keep their side door open like the whole thing and i'm thinking i hope those packages don't slide out but maybe they know where they're going and they know that look i'm not going to go faster than 25 miles an hour in the neighborhood here because i'm not having to get on any major roads So they just are like, I'm just going to keep the door open. Yeah. And do you worry about the person falling out at all? No, they have their door closed, I think. It's sometimes like the, I see that, that like the yeah, UPS truck yeah, has that door yeah. open. I'm always, but they're, they're buckled in. Seatbelts save lives, Kevin. And, but that's what I'm looking for. If you, if you saw Mike was walking up with a package to your door, that would be awesome. Would you just leave the door shut and say, 
I'm going to leave. I'm just going to wait for it until he walks off. Or are you going to open the door and say hi to Mike? I would say hi to Mike. Of course you sure. would. And Mike would love that. For Fr- sure. From the 682, congrats to Amazon. I'll just continue to listen on the radio. Now, that's a great point. Man, I love. No service interruption yes. with the world champion Texas Rangers being right here on 105.3 The Fan. How much does that cost? Nothing. Wow. Although, if you wanted to listen to our commercials, that would be super helpful. It will be interesting, though, if we keep DirecTV or not. And I have DirecTV, too, because of Bally's. That's the reason I went to DirecTV is after they kind of left every market Bally's like that you could get except for DirecTV. I'm like, I have to get DirecTV. It'll be interesting if it will be cheaper and better to pick up the Amazon Ranger game slash Maverick slash Stars, or will it still be cheaper to just keep DirecTV? And somebody asked, is this just for 2024? The CEO of Diamond Sports said the new financing will enable Diamond to operate and thrive beyond 2024. Look, I don't know if that's just corporate speak. Lord knows everybody around here has heard a lot of that over the last couple of weeks. Or if that really uh, means... the caucuses. No, that is not what I meant. Oh. Uh, or if Primaries. that means they'll really be able to carry this out beyond that. But what I, what I think is this is going to be an extra service. It's going to be... I don't know. Mike said twelve to fifteen dollars. I'm guessing it might Possibly, be twenty. It might yeah. be twenty. I don't know. But you would hope it's more reliable than Bally's. And I I know people have said, well, I don't want to have to pay hundreds of dollars. Unfortunately, in some instances, if that's the price point, if you're talking about the whole year, you're still looking at maybe $180, $240, something like that. But it will be accessible for people at least for this year. And if you already have DirecTV or whatever to watch Bally, that won't change it. But this is a big deal, and yes. hopefully people view it as a positive. And to be fair, I don't know for a fact what the price point's going to be. Neither did any of the news organizations covering this this morning. And I saw somebody say, yeah, they raised the price of Prime. I think it was like 20 bucks. I, I do What? I'm per, out per year. I do not believe. I believe that was just the cost of business is what they're going to say. I do not believe that was not reflective of this deal. And then somebody said, can we just be done with all this stupid streaming service thing? It's the wave of the future. Yeah, we're in I'm the, sorry. We're in a new world and we're in transition of and when I talk about it is we're in transition on how we're going to get especially these three sports the NFL's even transitioning a little bit yes. to going to be on Hulu and Peacock and Amazon. Yes. and Like, this is – it's going to be five years from now. I think we'll have a lot more stability in the way that we consume sports. But right now we're in a weird spot where we don't know exactly where it's going to be. And I, I think that's why there's so much shakeup in the sports media market because – Diamond Sports tried to predict the future, right, when they did all this, and they failed miserably, and that's why they had to go through bankruptcy. So I think companies are concerned about, hey, what if I predict the wrong thing? Is my company just going to go up in smoke unless Amazon comes in and fixes it? So you're saying we can't go back to antennas? I mean, look. I think you can. You can. I hear you get a lot of channels. We have a Tolo who uh, gave me an antenna at um, Buffalo Wild Wings. I haven't plugged it in yet. You need to do that so we can I find know. out. Okay, I will. 
Thanks, Mike. Not today. I'm going to go to uh, TCA to go watch my son play freshman basketball. Yeah, that should tomorrow, be tomorrow. That's fine. Dude. That yeah, we got plenty of time. time. I'll tell you what. Time. If you want to watch yeah. great basketball, watch freshman uh, <laughs> basketball. It's great. I don't know if he means that. <laughs> We're the KNC masterpiece <laughs> right here on 105.3 The Fan. Coming up next, let's talk some Stars Kings plus the Stars two games past the midseason report. We'll do it next right here on The Fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Harley into space. What? Send that one wide. Pavelski scores! Joe Pavelski pots another off the ricochet. Alec, just real quick, that was Bobby, right? Yeah, Reading? Bobby's doing reads. That was my best Bobby impression. That was incredible. You were paid a lot of money to do those reads, though, yeah. Alec. All the money. Uh huh. Yeah. You know that makes. Just me let think, Bobby do it. Could the Cowboys have had a better game if Cooper Rush would have? Shut up, Mike. You, I know what you're <laughs> doing. All right. I mean, we did want to see Trey Lance in the Washington yeah, game. We were I'll like, let's what, see it. It couldn't have been worse. See, that's how you know that wasn't. Well, bad. could it have been? Well, we wouldn't have had all the uh, Guys, great stats in the fourth quarter. We're supposed to be talking about the stars. Right oh, here. yeah. Hey, Here we I'll go. tell you what. 84 for the Kings. Thanks for that uh, ricochet in uh, the first period. Because that was since October 27th. The Kings hadn't given up two goals in the first period. Is that right? I was I watching didn't... on Hulu. That's what they said. I first was on the Spanish broadcast for the first 30 seconds, uh-huh. and I was like, they're only showing this in Spanish mm. on Hulu? And then I clicked the back button, and they had either English version or Spanish version. Like, and then oh. you went with the English version? I did. I'd love to be able to watch a Spanish version and know what they're saying. I did not take Spanish seriously in high school. I wish I would have. I tell my kids how important, uh, especially to me, knowing Spanish is, uh, and they don't listen to me that well. So... Now, this was a, I thought this was a really great win for the Stars because A, it was against a dominant team, but probably B, and more importantly, is they shook up the lines to break apart, I guess, kind of a group that just wasn't really working. Ben, Johnson, Dodonoff, that group just wasn't working. And they were like, you know what? Not only are we going to change it, let's just change the whole thing. They moved Johnson up to the first line, which they usually don't make a lot of changes to. They left the second line intact because that's been working just fine. Ben on the third, Dodonov on the fourth, and it clearly worked out very well. Yeah, DeBoer has had a tendency to not be afraid of that, though. And oh, that's, which I like. Yeah, that is something that I'm, I'm really happy about because when he sees that something isn't functioning the way it 
maybe he feels like they settled a little bit and they're you know they're just kind of looking around pointing fingers and you change it up now it's like a refresher it gets everybody rocking so and plus what johnson being the you know this kind of future star as he's growing yep. here uh give him that opportunity i do feel like there have been some other shakeups last year with the board that we were like whoa we didn't see that coming uh but that I, this is the one that you get now how i do wonder this too because mike you say managers get like one uh meeting where they get to do that how often can Probably you do this with guys three at most to motivate them or to get them to to be mentally you know fresh or new three three at most okay uh if you get to a fourth meeting where you flip a table or just start cussing everybody out you're like i get it i like you think we suck now are not the, doing good. If the players have a players-only meeting and come to you and say, hey, we would like to change these things, like, you should listen, right? Like, that should be one of those things where you're like, you know what? Okay, guys, you guys have some ownership on I mean, this. Look, Just like how Brandon Cooks was calling plays exactly. in the huddle. He'd run in from the sideline and say, I want I this play Bobby's done. gone now. Oh. Is, <laughs> but the logic made sense for switching up the line. You know, we talked about this the other day, but – Johnston, who led that line with 11 goals, he'd scored two goals in his last 23 games. Dodonoff, going back to November, had one goal in a stretch of 13 games. And then the next month, Ben had a stretch of one goal in 11 games. And yet you look at this game and both Johnston and Dodonoff had not only a goal, but an assist each in the win. And so I thought that was a really big thing that, whether it's temporary or not, the new shakeup of the first, third, and fourth line turned out really, really well, and it got you a win over, like I said, a quality opponent. You know, it's interesting you say quality opponent, and the Kings are. They have 50 points on the season. I was looking them up because when the Stars have played the Avalanche, the Knights, the Canucks, and yeah. the Jets, I feel like I've always been it's disappointed. Been because yeah. that, And that's why... At, this point without knowing how the playoffs work in the nhl maybe they give us the minnesota wild again which would be great but uh if you play one of those four teams i just mentioned in the first round i don't know how the stars beat them but the kings yes you're better than i just don't know how the playoff schedule thing works because one doesn't play eight no you're right about that and so pretty much the way you can look at it is whoever wins the central division will get one of the wild cards teams and if you're second or third like dallas and colorado you'll face one of those other teams so the ideal the ideal is you want to skip winnipeg and colorado to start the playoffs right but to do that i would think unless nashville goes like in a crazy run or arizona or something like that you would need to win the division and thus ensure yourself of a wild card in the first round which could be one of those aforementioned teams or you know, so Edmonton, Calgary. Whatever. Right now, the Stars would play the Avalanche with Correct. Avalanche having home ice advantage. Correct. We're done. And that's what you want. That's what you have to avoid. And that's why games like last night are so important. I know it's not against the Avalanche and it's against a team that you think you're better than, but you have to keep stacking up two points, two points, two points, because Winnipeg is trying to create some separation in the division. And so you need to keep pace. If that's how everybody feels is that you don't match up well with Colorado or Winnipeg in a playoff series, then you need to try to win this division. And along the same the same lines, try to stay healthy at the same time. Sure. And you played a lot of hockey last year. Yes. And you're playing, you're moving into this season with uh, a lot of important hockey that you to, to get to that point that you're talking about. And then hopefully stay healthy as you get to the playoffs. So. I have another stupid question. Okay. 
Let's just say the Stars beat the Avalanche the way the standings are now. Do they play the winner of the Jets and the Predators matchup? Yes. Okay, so you won't have to play. There's, it's impossible to play Vancouver and Vegas. Like you, because they're on the other side. They're Correct. on the Pacific side. So there's like a bracket for the Pacific, a bracket for the Central, and the champions of the Central and the Pacific playoff two rounds play each other to go to the Stanley Cup Finals. So I. I was going to say that's good news. I don't really know if that is actually good news then because you've clearly struggled, at least with Colorado. Didn't we play the Kraken last year in the second round? The Kraken was a, the Kraken was a wild card team. So, yes. Okay. The wild card team did advance, then. <laughs> Just make it one versus eight and two versus. It was such a perfect system for the hockey world <laughs> when one would play eight. And you know what is perfect about it? If eight would win, they would have to play number two. They wouldn't play the winner of the four five series. They, no, you were the worst team to make the playoffs. We're going to make this the most difficult challenge for you to make the Stanley Cup finals. Now they're like, just throw crap on the wall and see what happens. Just, I would just take the eight names and throw them up on the wall and be like, this is the bracket. <laughs> Deal with it. What if one name lands on top of the other, though? Is they that, play each other. Okay, They're right. obviously – That guess makes what? sense. That <laughs> is, the this team is a on, silly question. The team on top, you know what I was thinking. The team on top's home field advantage. So home what, if, what if one team falls off the wall? They're the eight seed. Okay. But remember, the eight seed doesn't exist. There's <laughs> – yeah, Look, the, I don't want your brain to break. But there's C1, C2, oh, C3, geez. and a wild card. P1, P2, P3, and a wild card for the Western Conference. So in the Western Conference, we have C's and P's. Y- yes. For the division <laughs> you're in, the Central and the Pacific. Good All Lord. All right. <laughs> and that's how you score. Yes. Is that what you're getting at? No. I see where this is going. Nope. And that's how you make a playoff, baby. Oh, my God. All right. Another thing. I did not think we were going this direction. This was the most positive you saw from Jake Ottinger since his return. He got the start against Nashville. That didn't go particularly well. He had to sub in for the Chicago game, and that did go well. But this is the first one in his three games back where he started, and it's gone really, really well. He faced a whole bunch of shots, I think like 30 or so, and only gave up one goal. They got the win. So that's another positive. So if you're looking for positives outside of you, just got the two points. You shook up the lines. It worked. Ottinger looked good. The And we taught a lot about the playoffs. Today. So the last five games, being four and one in those last oh. five, does that, are you like, well, eh, about it? Or are you like, well, I mean, there's, it's, you needed to I'm do not that. in okay. about it. Kevin, I'm with Kevin in this. You need to rack up as many points as possible, whether it's against good teams or bad teams. Because if you do get the favorable matchups in the playoffs, it can really help you out. And nobody says at the end of the year in leagues that have more than 17 games, hey, you beat all the bad teams and you're the one seed. Well, all right, we're the one seed. Let's see what happens from that. We've put ourselves in the most advantageous uh, position. So I get it. I would love for them to play better against the best teams in the NHL. They haven't this year. Doesn't mean they won't in the playoffs, but – Keep racking up as many points as you can and see if it puts you in the best position uh, to make the finals. I still think, hey, let's trade, you know, for defensive players. And you still could. And plus, along those lines, I know he can be an offensive-based defensive player, but Miro yeah. is going with the team on the road trip. So you just got Ottinger back, Miro back. Hopefully, Wedgwood will be a short-term absence, and you'll be like, hey, 
were looking pretty good health-wise a little bit past the midway point of the season. I always wonder what goalies think. You know, when we're pitching and there's an error made, you have to just get over it. You have to try to get your team out of it. What happens when you're a goalie and they pass the puck across to see if it can get to, I think it was supposed to get to Pavelski. I think it was him, but it just hit 84 skate and just went into the goal in the first period. If the goalie's like, hey, man, they threw it across, you know, and then you're, 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 Skate. I couldn't think of the word. Your skate. Knock the puck in. I think just Thoughts? knowing Marty, Marty Turco, our yep. friend Marty, who's the been Turk. hanging out with us. By the way, he sent me some pictures of uh, of the Marty party from Peaceathon. Oh. And he said, you made this happen. And it was awesome. a lot. They had a lot of fun. But just knowing him, I think he would say unlucky. You know, that's an un- unfortunate thing that happened. Uh, and, and then turn around and drink water. They, usually that's what goalies do is they just go, eh, and they turn around, drink their water, and put their, their mask back on. Right. That's what you have to do on the mound. You have on, to... in soccer they point at everybody yeah, and they, they point at everybody in front yeah. of them. In hockey you they drink just go. Water, I, you squeeze you squeeze, water. Yeah, you squeeze I call water. that the Roy Williams. <laughs> As the safety of the Cowboys, every time a receiver got behind him, he was like, "What are you doing, linebacker?" And I'm like, "I swear that your position is called safety, and I swear that you are 15 to 20 yards off of the line of scrimmage. How is the linebacker four yards off the line of scrimmage supposed to be dropping back 36 yards right now?" We're the KNC. And Roy'd be like, your fault. Thanks a lot, Dexter Coakley. Coming out win. It's time for Baseball Nuggets with Mike Fassett. All right. Did MLB.com retire Adolis Garcia? Or does he make the right fielders list? Next. KNC Masterpiece back here on 105.3 The Fan. Right now, it's time for Baseball Nuggets with Mike Fassett. Okay. So, MLB Network's top 10 right now. Right fielders, if you're a member. My tease was, did MLB retire Adolis Garcia? Because I was teasing that they retired Jonah Heim because somehow he was not on the top 10 catchers right now in baseball, which was just crazy. The fans voted Jonah Heim the third best catcher in baseball. So on the network, they show, well, what did the fans think? And the fans had Jonah Heim three, and the network had Jonah Heim not a top 10 catcher. Well, they did short stops, if you forget, because you're getting ready for the Cowboys uh, to lose to the Packers by 70 points. Easy. Uh, Corey Seager was number one shortstop in all of baseball right now. So he'll probably, I'm just guessing, when they come out in spring training, the top 100 players right now, I think there's a good chance Corey Seager's in the top 10. Yeah. Like, I don't know where he'll be. He obviously won't be one, two, or three or whatever, but I think there's a chance that he could maybe sneak into the top 10 players right now. I'll put him at uh, five. Okay. If well, he's if he's 10. Here's a player who I think they will rate over him in all of baseball. The number one right fielder right now is the National League MVP, Ronald Acuna Jr. Now, he was fifth last year, which was interesting because when I was looking at this, it didn't make sense to me. Number one last year was American League MVP from 2022, and that was Aaron Judge. They've completely taken him off the list. He's not on it because they're saying, don't worry. They even said they are going to rank him with center fielders now, which I'll tell you what, he deals with injuries a lot. And at six foot seven and 280 pounds, do you remember how much we worried and thought, can we move Josh Hamilton to a corner position or to first base to try to keep him healthy? Because center field is such a demanding position 
spot on your body because you're covering both gaps. You just there's a lot more running. You have to back up play. So if the ball's in the gap, like the ball's hit to left center field, but the left fielder's probably going to get it. You still have to run over there. I don't mm-hmm. know. It's like a, it's just a jog, but that's more movement. If you're in right field and the ball's hitting to left center, you just watch the game for the most part. You know, I mean, there's there's a little bit to do, but not really. So it's going to be interesting. Go back up first base. Yeah, it's going to be interesting with Aaron Judge if he can make it healthy through a season playing center field as obviously they went and got Juan Soto. Um, and I'm sorry I'm forgetting their other outfielder. But um, number two was number four last year. And obviously he had a nice regular season. Horrible in the playoffs. Thank you for being so horrible. Kyle Tucker of the Houston Astros. Every time he came up, was there a part of you when he came up in the ALCS going, Eventually, he's going to start hitting like Kyle Tucker, yes. right? Yeah. And he never did. He just always struggled at the plate that whole series. I don't so hate it. it doesn't mean he's a bad player. Obviously, they have him number two. It just, you can go into horrible slumps at the wrong time. And that's the Cowboys, right? I mean, they are the best team in football. They no, just slumped not. at the wrong time. They're not. Number three is Aaron Judge's new teammate, Juan Soto. Last year, he was the number two left fielder, but that they're playing him in right field. He is now a right fielder, and he is number three. Hey, they love this rookie. He'll be in his second year. Not on the list last year. Corbin Carroll, number four. To be fair, he is awesome. He is. Really good. Number five. By the way, is it Verdugo, their other, the Yankees' new left fielder? Yes, thank you. Number five, Fernando Tatis Jr. Uh, He'd had, in a weird way, he had a good year last year if you just look individually at him. And that's the way Micah Parsons loves looking at his career, is don't look at the team. You just wait until tomorrow, everybody. Just look at myself and only myself. Is Fernando Tatis Jr. uh, is a good right fielder. He has made the transition from being a below average defensive shortstop. It looked like he had the ability to be a good shortstop. It just didn't come together, so they moved him to the outfield. It took him some time to figure it out. It's not an easy transition, but Fernando Tatis Jr. has done a nice job of becoming a very good defensive player with a lot of offensive ability. This is where I have an issue. So Adolis Garcia, 39 home runs, 100-plus RBIs. Uh, Obviously, he had 7 million RBIs against the Astros. He's not in the top five. Now, I'm I'm okay with it. I'm not saying like that's good. I'm okay with looking at those five names and going, I get it. Was he an injury all star? Adolis? Yeah. He played in the game. Like, he was yeah, fine. But, but was he was it because of injury that he was a, that he played? I can't remember no, how he, that Okay. Uh, you might be right about that. Maybe I'm forgetting because Aaron Judge couldn't play. Yeah. So maybe he was a uh, replacement I'm, starter. Okay. So you might be right about that. Um Seiya Suzuki is number six, and this is where I go. Stop the train. Yeah. Okay. Seiya Suzuki last year in his second year had a 2.8 war. He had a 285 batting average with 20 home runs, 75 runs, 74 RBIs. And I was like, did he steal a lot of bases or something? He stole six bases last year and had an 842 OPS. So now if you can kind of remember those numbers in your head, Adolis Garcia had a 4.2 war. He had a 245 batting average, which is obviously quite a bit lower than yeah. says he had 39 home runs what? 108 runs scored 107 what? rbis now i'm just trying to do quick math in my head that's about 50 more runs and rbis combined he had nine stolen bases he had an 836 ops so 
Uh, if you look at OPS, he was beat by .6. Adolis Garcia also won the Gold Glove. Yes. Like I, I don't, I don't get what is happening here with this list. I don't know how the Rangers won the World Series with all of these players that made All Star teams, won Gold Gloves, but are not considered premium players at their position. No, they're not all like individually great, Mike. They're just they're good as a team. Uh, and that's what's uh, important. Yeah, that's yeah. the that's the big deal. That's That'll be the that's the Cowboys next year. Don't worry, they'll figure it out. Um, <laughs> the culture of the team. So Seiya Suzuki is number six. George Springer is number seven. Uh, he's dropped off a little. Like he's still a very good player. And three four years ago, he was right at the top of this list. But he's declining with age, rightfully so. Here's the next one that I don't get: Teoscar Hernandez. Like I don't, I just don't think he's better than Adolis Garcia. Like I'm George Springer to me. There's a little bit of history there that I struggle with, yeah. and I think Adolis is better. But I get where George Springer was in his career. But now Teoscar Hernandez is above Adolis Garcia. George Springer and Teoscar Hernandez. Do you think he would have got a one-year, twenty-three million dollar deal after the playoffs if Adolis Garcia was a unrestricted free a agent? Million percent. I think he would have gotten more than that. Is so for George Springer. The last time he had a war higher than Adolis Garcia did this last year was 2019. This year, 2.1 war. Adolis had a 4.2. OPS, 732 to 836. Teoscar Hernandez is very similar. 2.1 war, 741 OPS. Adolis Garcia, 4.2 with an 836 OPS plus the gold glove. Like, it's not even close. Yeah. If you're, And that's the thing. They say right now. That's, that's where I struggle with. I get you can put a little bit of history on this. And look, Adolis Garcia wouldn't be on this list if you kept Mookie Betts in right field. Remember, he's going to be ranked, I believe, tonight will be second baseman. So it's going to be interesting if Mookie Betts becomes the best second baseman right now in baseball, even though he's barely played it, over, I'm going to guess Marcus Simeon is the competitor. My opinion is they're going to put Mookie Betts ahead of Marcus Simeon. I don't know if that's true or not. But I'm wondering when Simeon and Mookie Betts, Jose Altuve missed a lot of time last year. I get how great he is. As much as we can hate him, you also have to understand how great he is. How do you feel about Simeon's defense at second base? This I think year? it's really good. Yeah. And then at the plate, he was like for most of the season. He was the best offensive second baseman in baseball. Yeah. Right yeah. now, Mookie's better offensively but he played right field last year. We're talking about right now, and I think there would have to be, like, Mookie, I'm going to put in the top five for sure. Probably three. Yeah, dude can play. But, all I mean, Ozzie Albies is a good player, too. I'm not saying he should compete for number one, but that's another guy who should be a top five second baseman in baseball, especially with his defense. So, anyways, Adolis Garcia is number nine on the list, but if Aaron Judge was still on this list and Mookie Betts was still on this list, they would have taken Adolis off of this list. That's... Now, that's crazy. Um, you know, Adolis has a, a big year ahead of him, hopefully. Um, you know, he's going to have to repeat what he did. You know, you just start looking at the Texas Rangers. I have no clue what the next three to four weeks are going to hold in free agency and stuff. But this team is going to have to be carried by their offense, especially the first two to three months of this season. I'm not trying to take a shot at all at the pitching. The pitching last year did a, a darn good job of picking up where Jacob deGrom left when he left the team at the end of April. And there was questions on what's going to happen. And the bullpen struggled, but Will Smith stepped up tremendously and was able to fill a role that was needed at the time. So I look at Adolis Garcia 
and he can't be the ninth best right fielder yeah. this year or the Rangers are in trouble. And if Jonah Heim's not one of the 10 best catchers this year, the Rangers are in trouble. So it's just an interesting list to look at and go, man, like maybe there really is a real bias against the Texas Rangers. Which actually I kind of like. Because then you can you have the very rare ability to say you're the world champions, but no one respects you. Yes. They're like, Jonah Heim, they think you're trash. Adolis uh, Garcia, you're barely hanging on. I'm sure all the pitchers for the Rangers will be like one through five. Uh, on, no. on that well, the starting pitchers have already been done. They Way. didn't have any starting pitchers oh, on there. What? Not a single one? So That is I, Not even Dane Dunning. I look no. at this, what? and I lost my train of thought here, but... I look at this and just go, okay, like, let's see where second base is. Let's see if Josh Young makes third. Like, I don't know. Maybe Josh Young's not a top 10 third base. I think he is, but maybe the all-star. Yeah, I kind of hope he's not. Third so baseman. they really lean into this. Isn't. Like, I, I don't know. Um, Simeon's four. What this list. And there was no Evan Carter on uh, in. Well, the thing is, is they did that for catchers. They're like, you caught three games. <laughs> You're a top 10 catcher. <laughs> Jonah Heim, all-star. Like, hey, who's the backup catcher in Houston? Put him on there. Like, Dude, Houston wouldn't even catch him in the playoffs. They were scared. Diaz, I believe, is his name. Mm -hmm. They were scared to catch Diaz in the playoffs because they're like, he is not ready and prepared to catch and call these games in the playoffs. Next year, we believe he will be. And obviously, they let go of Candy Martin Maldonado. He's Uh gone. So he has to do it next year. But you ranked a guy ahead of Jonah Heim, who the team you played in the ALCS said he is not good enough to catch yet. But he's better than Jonah Heim. So, anyways, Adolis Garcia, yeah. number nine. Hopefully, he has the same year, and I guess he might move up to eight if he gets lucky from this Ranger thing. But it's weird. The Rangers, I don't feel like the Rangers cause issues or problems with other teams. And I was watching a podcast. I won't say what it was on. This is what I forgot Whoa. to say. I won't say the topic that it was on, but they were like, can you believe the Rangers won the World Series and they were giving one reason why they won it, which was a crazy reason. But – they were given this reason. They're like, they weren't even one of the five best teams in baseball last year. And I thought, well, they were for a while. I get, but playoff wise, when you sweep Tampa, sweep Baltimore, take the world champs to seven games and win all four on the road, and then win the World Series in five games, I would say, hey, there were times where I didn't believe in the Rangers, but nobody even came close to the baseball that they played in the playoffs. But hey, maybe it is motivation. This Hell year, yeah. that they're the defending champs, and they're not getting individual respect, and I don't know how much team respect they're getting either. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.